Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin Mobile Studio in the Gruber Law Office's Sports Zone at Summerfest. Here's John McCure. All right, what a glorious Friday. We are live at Summerfest. We look out right on the lake, the little lagoon in front of that lake. Sailboats on the water today. The birds are flying. The blue skies are there. Sandy Max is here. Bob Brainerd's in for Greg Matzik. And Debbie Lazaga's here. Adam Roberts back at the studio. Producing the show today. That's mean. How are we doing, everybody? <laughs> ah, we're cooking. We're cooking with gas. Yeah, Hanging in there, John. Okay. Isn't it beautiful? Isn't it so nice out? It is very serene when you look across. If you look to the back of us, there's a lot of action with rock yes. and tons of music going on. You look forward, it's like, ah. ah you're right. <laughs> you know, cooler near the lake sometimes doesn't work. You get down here and you're freezing and you got, oh, where's the hoodie? Where, where? Yeah. But today, I come from out west. It's hazy. It's humid. Yeah. It's like, this is going to be yuck. You get down here, it's absolute perfection. <laughs> Thank so you, good. Lake Breeze. Yes. yes. It's a kind of day you fall in love with Milwaukee. So good. All right, let's get to what we're covering today. This is the three at three on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. All right, Sandy, where do we start? A former Milwaukee meteorologist is leaving his current job in Iowa after death threats he's received over climate change coverage. This is a sad story. So Chris Gloninger used to be on Channel 12. He is now in Des Moines. He's at the CBS affiliate there, and he talks about climate change from time to time and how it impacts our weather patterns. Well, he was doing that not that long ago, talking to his audience about the effects of climate change. And one guy got so ticked off that he began engaging with Chris online, through email, on the social platforms, and threatened to kill him. And it has shaken Chris up a little bit. And so he wrote today, after months of soul-searching, conversations with my wife, we figured out what the best plan was. I'm going to miss TV, but I'm done with this. So driven out by some idiot who was threatening him, our best to Chris and his wife. He does have another job. He's working with some other organization outside of the uh, As a TV scientist. weather business. Yeah. So uh, good luck to him. And it's just I remember watching him. Chris Gloninger on Channel 12, like 2014, 2015, 2016, just had a great energy and an enthusiasm for the weather. So come on. Yeah. All right, what's next? A Tennessee couple are unharmed after an accident in northern Michigan. All started by an airborne turkey. Marquette County, this guy is trailing. He's hauling, actually, a 24-foot travel trailer. He's going down the road, and a turkey flies up from the road edge into the path of his pickup truck. He slams on the brakes to avoid the turkey. Everything locked up, including the trailer. Things are flipping over, swerved off the road. And uh, everything was destroyed, basically. But he and his wife were not injured. That's the good part about this story. But a crazy turkey story from the UP. Something to look out for if you're driving up north. You got that right. Hit the bird. Don't lock Don't lock it up. You got to hit that bird. Hit that bird. <laughs> All right, what's the third thing? We're continuing to follow the story we broke yesterday related to the theft of funds intended for the Stars and Stripes Honor Flight Organization. That's right. A woman who ran a separate charity from Stars and Stripes, her name's Joni Nagay, accused of stealing almost $100,000 thousand dollars from honor flight in this way running charity events and then never giving the money to honor flight absolutely awful if the allegations are true i've heard from people today who think they may have also been impacted or given money to joni Nagay asking what to do here's what you can do you need to get in touch with the milwaukee county district attorney's office or the milwaukee county sheriff's office i'd go to the da's office call the da look up the number and they will take your information, and you could be part of helping to make sure that this woman never does this to anyone again. More on this, by the way, as we head through the show this afternoon. But up next, this is going to be our favorite part. We're going to get the favorite part of the show done right away. 
Sarah Smith Pancary, the lady who heads up Summerfest, is with us live in the mobile studio up next. I will be at this show tonight. Fits in the Tantrums going to be playing tonight uh, at the Uline Warehouse stage. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. We are excited to be joined in the studio by our friend Sarah Smith Pancary, the president of Milwaukee World Festival. Thank you so much. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I love hearing the fits. I do, in. too. It's the energy is incredible, right? They're so right? good. They're so, so good. But the whole grounds are great tonight, right? We they got, are. So the Avid Brothers um, are playing BMO. That's good. Zach Brown yeah. band, perennial favorite. Um, we've got Queensryche at the U.S. Cellular Connection They'll stage. They'll be totally rocking. Tegan and Sarah at Briggs and Stratton. We've got, of course, the Bleachers, Jack, the genius of Jack so Antonoff at the... Uh, and, they just they're, they're, they love playing Summerfest. So that'll be a lot of fun. And then, of course, you know we've got our new Soundwave stage, which is going to be a really, really great fun party dance party. I'm going to be at Miller Light Oasis tonight, and there's oh, that's cool right, Sophie Tucker there too. Yes, 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 yes. That's going to be so good. Yeah. I How mean, much so, music do you get to do you get to hear and take in? Because you are busy. This is like the Super Bowl for you. How much music do you get to listen to? You know, I try to listen to everything. I think everyone on our team tries to listen to everything that they can for at least a little while, and and so that you can get a real flavor and a vibe. So. Last night, Buddy Guy into Three Six Mafia, into Griffin. I mean, you talk about three completely different genres, all in steps of each other. It was it was pretty cool, as it always is. Do you ever? Is there ever a band that you're so into that you say, "I'm going to sit through most of this"? Like, I'm actually going to sit for an hour, whether it's in the amphitheater or on one of the stages, or can you not do that? I, it's just not my way. So I'm I'm up. You at, you, yeah, you and I know each it. other. Yeah, I, I have to move in. I've been with really? you. And you've been moving all over the ground. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it really is about uh, making sure that we're we're visible that we're you know thanking all of our patrons our sponsors our, our employees and uh, and so I like to get around and see people and and yeah. if I really really want to see a band I typically go see them um, in another city yep yep that's a great plan I like that so scouting day, mission yeah day two of <laughs> Summerfest what grade would you give day one a plus. There you I go. I mean, it, re- it was it was phenomenal. I mean, to open up our 55th anniversary with with these great uh, giveaways, amazing fireworks, and of course that lineup. It really and and as we were talking about off air, the the vibe, right? So we we thrive um, on the vibe that the fans bring us, and so it's really great to prepare the festival. But when you get to see people enjoy it, it really takes it to the next level. So A plus. Yeah. I think we're working on another A plus. I mean, this I weekend, think you're right. this weekend of weather is just phenomenal. So you're right. Come on down the the grounds look beautiful and it's a beautiful sunny day sarah smith pancary is with us on wtmj has anything surprised you so far no, I, I, you know, we are, we're, we move really fast in the, the past 48 hours. So, <laughs> I, you know, it's, uh, it's remembering to, to put on lots of sunscreen and, and, uh, keep, keep moving. Um, so no real big surprises, really just, um, really, like I said, the vibe and people really just, you know, it's, it's a happy anniversary year. So, um, the way that our patrons have received that and, and are excited to celebrate with us, not surprising, but very assuring. Well, I would say, yeah, reassuring in that the things, that you have been planning for months to see people truly enjoying every single level, where, whether it's the playground or whether it's... I did walk by Keg and Cask. I did too. That area right? above oh. what used to be Water Street Brewery. So that is exactly where I'm going it with a friend. Cool. After right, so you yes. grab a terrapin, life. right? Like you know, and then five trails whiskey. We've got these uh, the barman bourbon, barman smash, bourbon, is right? Where you I'm and going. I, have, you and I have had that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But 
but, it, but this is one of those, if you're looking for a happy hour, this is the place to do it right on the lakefront. And you actually have a real 55th anniversary happy hour. It'll be the happiest hour. We do the happiest hour. (laughs) Four to five daily, um, $5.50 Miller Lights, Miller High Lifes, and Coors Lights. So no excuse. Come on down. Sarah, the staggered schedule. I think Summerfest goers are starting to get used to it now. Rather than just have it all over 11, 12 days, I think people are starting to get the vibe and say, yeah, the weekend, this is when I go down, this is when it all happens. You bet. I mean, we we did surveys and, and looked at our data, and we really do see more activity on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, and that's that goes back years and, and decades. So for us, um, having that open, open, opening up that booking window, as well as just knowing fan preferences, um, if 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 today is any indication, people are into it. I got to ask you about Jimmy Buffett. Everybody wants to know about Jimmy Buffett. I know you're still weighing things or waiting for his people. When will we know? Like, do you you must have a certain point in time where you need to know to make things happen in the amphitheater? Well, you know, it, we uh, more soon on that. So I, no breaking news, John. Um, but we. Are sure excited. Um, you know, we we love we love him, and and um, people that know me know that I'm a I'm a big fan. Um, so we're excited to to, um, to with July 6th and hosting it, but more soon on on when tickets will be available. Um, can you talk about the amphitheater acts in general? Once again, an incredible variety in the big in the big theater. I mean, you bet. So Zach Brown, we we feel like I mean Zach Brown has really become this. Um, Wisconsin favorite, and so he's. It's going to be a great show tonight, and then tomorrow night, James Taylor and Cheryl Crow. That's, that's cool. and it's really one of the only, if not the only, pairing of those two in the country. So our wow. team really works hard to make sure that there's unique and special things that happen. And so James Taylor, Cheryl Crow tomorrow night is um, is another um, of those examples. And then you know you've got Dave Matthews Band, um, Odessa is going to be mm-hmm. a big big EDM act that bring they bring a live band. It's really an, an over the top. Imagine there. Dragons with AJR, yeah. Zach Bryan, um, as well as Boogie with a Hoodie and City Girls and Trippy <laughs> Red. Um, you know, it's a, you're, and um, and then of course uh, the the Jimmy date on the sixth. So the amphitheater is is terrific, but all across the grounds, as you know, we do our best to to book. And I would say that that um, I can't really go too many steps without hearing the words Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh yeah. my gosh, I know. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I know you're really They'll excited for great, that yeah. one. Um, but Elvis Costello tomorrow night. Yes. And as well as, you know, tomorrow night is going to be a big night with um, Santa Fe Clan, who is a, is a Mexican hip-hop artist who's really blowing up across the country, and Noah Khan, another... Um, yeah. I know one of your favorite li- favorites, Lyle Lovett, as well yes. as Andy. So. Yes, and Low Straight Jackets with Nick Lowe. Willie Porter's going to open for Lyle Lovett. Tomorrow night is, like, I need to clone myself. I'm so excited about everything. And the Mad Planet dance, party. dance party at the you new Soundwave Tech. And we talked to Lyle Lovett. And we're playing that interview coming up here in a, yeah. in a little bit. What a great guy. Yeah. And Sarah, um, can I ask you, uh, with Cheryl Crow coming to town, we remember that she's a big Milwaukee Bucks fan. She is. She didn't put in her rider like, I'd like to see the trophy, please. Oh, I didn't think about that, Sandy. I will have to check into that. I mean, I'm sure the Bucks are always good partners, so I'm sure that they would be willing bring to do it that. They bring it by. I, I don't know where it. the trophy lives, but I'm sure it's available for um, for the, the genius of Cheryl Crow. Um, no, she, I mean, I, I, I did not have a chance to look at that rider, so we'll have to check. You know, one of the things I love is we get down here early because the show starts at 3, Sarah, and there are so many kids and families, and it's a good reminder that during the day especially, there's so much great stuff for families down here throughout the grounds. You bet. So today is Children's Fest Day is a is a huge day for for kids, but every day really is a with the new Northwestern Mutual Community Park, we have an over an acre of new play equipment devoted to kids and as well as a family services building that has um, 
tiny toilets, so four independent. <laughs> Uh, you know, as a, as, a, as a mom, having having right-sized little yeah. uh, training toilets, but also um, a sensory room as well as a nursing mother's room as well as the giggle grounds, which is is intended for the really little ones. Who doesn't want to be um, on the giggle grounds? Right, right. And or so, a tiny toilet. <laughs> Potty squatties so, next year. So, oh, oh, my goodness. I love that the Northwestern Mutual Community Park is music-themed. Yes, I of walked over there with a friend of mine from college when it first opened, and just to see all the colors and the music theme, mm-hmm. and you can make noise, and the ground is cushy. It is, it, you know, and really it's perfect. It's and just a joy to be there. Accessibility was a really important priority as we developed that park, and so for us to have um, a, a space where you know most slides, certainly the ground is all available to kids that may have any mobility challenges. That was a really important priority, and we and the cushy ground is something that you know is it's. We're, we're getting we're getting known for it, it's, but it's a beautiful park, um, and anyone with kids in their life should come down and enjoy it. Sarah Smith Pancary is the president of Summerfest Milwaukee World Festival. Thank you so much on a busy day for spending some time with us. Oh, thanks, guys. We'll see everyone soon. Wisconsin's afternoon news on WTMJ. We're broadcasting live from Summerfest. Come on down, say hello. We're in the Gruber Sports Zone, looking out on the lake. It's the best spot on the grounds. Come on by and say hello, wave. Bob will come out and kiss your baby. Sure will. He's a baby kisser. I am. And he'll hug your wife. Hello. (laughs) We're so glad that you're with us, and we're excited about another thing that's coming up in about a month. We're going to broadcast live from EAA at the end of July. Dick Napinski, the Director of Communications for EAA, is with us this afternoon. Hey, Dick, how you doing? Oh, doing great. I tell you, 85 degrees, it's the full Oshkosh Fitness program out there today on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I'm so excited, Dick, because I love the aviation stuff in particular. I love military and space. And at EAA, you're making a big announcement today about one of the Apollo 16 astronauts. Is that right? That's right. Uh, Apollo, uh, Apollo and Artemis, the new moon program coming up on NASA. We'll be talking about both of them. Opening night, July 24th, Apollo 16 astronaut Charlie Duke will be joining us. He walked on the moon back in 1972. And we're going to have Apollo program members, Artemis program members, compare, contrast what that moon mission was back in the late 60s, early 70s, into what's coming up ahead in the next couple of years. Just a few of the big programs NASA has coming up at Oshkosh this year. That's awesome. And I, speaking of military, an A-26 invader is going to be on the grounds. This is a big deal. Tell us about the A-26. Yeah, A-26 was a medium-range bomber, uh, served in the end of World War II in Korea, even in Vietnam. And this particular airplane was nearly destroyed in Hurricane Andrew back in 1997. Well, they took it out to California. Twenty-five years later, the restoration is done. It is coming to Air Ventures, going to be the first public showing of this airplane. So we're looking forward to seeing it once again, uh, flight-worthy, coming in, parked in the Warbirds area. It's going to be great to see. And if you're a, re- a renovation guy, Dick, this is something I noticed the last time I was at EAA area. I was wandering through the grounds, and they're so expansive. You can get advice and help on renovating an airplane or building an airplane at EAA the entire week. Uh, you can. We've got more than a 1,000 workshops, seminars, uh, everything from our Learn to Fly Center. You've always been wondering, what does it take to learn to fly? Well, we can tell you that right here. If you're looking to restore an airplane, build an airplane from kits, those people, those companies are right here. You can learn the skills right on the grounds and free workshops. 
and then start the program and connect with the people who have the knowledge right here during the week. So it's not only a big air show. It's one of the best education seminars for aviation you're going to find anyplace. Dick, what a gathering of the aviation community. And on Friday, you have two things happening. First of all, the early bird discount is going to end on Friday, right? Yep, get your get your tickets in the next week to save a couple of bucks because after that it's full price for the final four weeks before opening day. So be smart and get on that. And also Friday morning, the campgrounds open. Yes. Yeehaw. <laughs> oh, yeah. We always say it starts to get real then and uh, because Camp Shoulder opens up um, on the final Friday of June every single year, and we will have a line outside the campground gate to stake out their spot, pay for their campsite, get themselves ready to go. There are people that come every single year. They've got their favorite campsite. So I'll go out and greet several hundred friends next Friday morning before the gates open up at 7 o'clock. They usually start pulling in about 2 a.m. to start lining up and (laughs) that way. And so they've got their tent, their tent stakes, their camper, their their credentials they are ready to go and so uh you know it's great to see and like i said it starts to get real at that point and uh, you're at a greater wisconsin event at Summerfest this week and you know we've got the next one coming down the line here in oshkosh at uh, july 24th through the 30th dick you have some regulars who uh, are expecting you do they know whether you like burgers or brats <laughs> um, usually, and if it's free, yes, I guess would be the proper answer to that. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm an old media guy, so I know, you know, I'm, I'm press. Is, is the food that way, you know, type thing. So, you know, we're, we're used to that. And, uh, but it's, uh, we're looking forward to having all our volunteers and all our members and all our guests coming back once again over the next month. Dick is such an old media guy that he and I have done high school basketball games throughout the state of Wisconsin <laughs> over the years. So you put two old media guys together, and then we've had a lot of fun over the years. Right, Nobody Dick? pays for anything. That's what of you're course. saying. Of course. That's right. That's the key. I still have some of those shirts, too, Bob. You know. Oh, yeah, the, sh- yeah, the All-Star Game shirts. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We, we, we look good in there. One, one question for you, Dick. So you mentioned some of the new things that are there, but... There's got to be some history and, and some, some older things that kind of trace back to the history of aviation, I would take it. Oh, there are, you know, and you go down in our vintage area and uh, people do magnificent restorations of vintage biplanes. You'll see those from the 1920s, uh, you know, 100-year-old airplanes that they've brought to Oshkosh, and it looks like they're fresh off the factory floor. They do such a wonderful job. And, and people can see those airplanes and we have a number of events seminars where you can talk to the pilots the owners hear the story of the airplane what they did they may have been in airmail service back in the 20s Uh, they may have been flying passengers they may have been barnstormer airplanes at that point but they are back here and the same thing with the great warbirds from world war world war ii and we've got maybe a dozen corsairs this year for the reunion the the gull wing airplanes from world war ii that flew off uh, aircraft carriers, especially in the Pacific Theater, they're going to be here in mass this year. In fact, we started the engine on our Corsair just the other day. First time in 25 years that engine's been started. It's going to be out on the flight line that week as well, joining its buddies, its other Corsairs, during the week. Dick Nipinski is the Director of Communications at EAA. For more information, check out EAA.org. Thank you so much, Dick. Always a pleasure. Have a great weekend, everybody. We're broadcasting live from Summerfest. I had an interesting opportunity yesterday. So I went through a virtual dementia tour. My friends at Azura 
Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living put this together, and it was rather remarkable. So you go, and I show up there, and you sign up in Azura, put this on, and I wear a pair of special goggles, which kind of eliminated my peripheral vision and made my regular vision not clear. And then you put on a headset where white noise, I mean, it's just a constant like... And then it would get louder and softer. They put things in the soles of my shoes that had little spikes pointing up into the bottom of my feet. And then I put two pairs of gloves on. Then you go in a room and the lights are dimmed. And there's a series of tasks that you're supposed to try to do with all this stuff on. So set a table, sort magazines, put on a jacket and zip it up. Well, all this is going on. I got in there and immediately... The, the noises in my ears got louder. The lights got dimmer. There was a strobe light in the corner, and my heart rate started racing, and I got very, very nervous, and I felt anxious and kind of upset, and I couldn't do the tasks. I had a very hard time with the gloves on. My feet were throbbing. My mind was banging, and it was to simulate what it's like for people that have dementia and the very real physical part in addition to the mental part that we're all familiar with. So that's kind of how it went. Afterwards, I talked to Marie Schulist. She's a certified dementia trainer at Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living. So I'm a mosaic um, and engagement specialist. However, I'm also a certified dementia trainer, along with a certified virtual dementia tour. So this virtual dementia dementia tour that I just went through. Describe what it's designed to accomplish. So it is designed to accomplish and simulate um, what someone who with Alzheimer's and dementia is actually going through um, from the tingling and the neuropathy in the feet to the dexterity in the hands to the vision that they have where their peripheral vision has now become monocular, binocular, and then also um, the hearing as their hearing goes and then the, they hear loud noises um it can um disorient dis disorient them yep and it can startle them um and sometimes even then can create some sort of agitation so what i found was i put the gloves on i had the goggles on i had things in my feet it was very very loud and i felt almost immediately anxious um i got scared a little bit sure. it made me very nervous and that made it almost impossible for me to do regular things in the room yeah is that what someone with dementia feels yeah. or goes through yeah like you can't focus right right um because here you, we gave you a list of tasks and, and you had a hard time even hearing them, right? Right. And then to now, because you were trying so hard to focus on hearing them, all of a sudden you hear sirens or you hear a door slam and it startles you. Your heart starts racing. Yep. You might start shaking. You might start sweating. Instant anxiety comes over you. Um, those who are suffering with the disease go through this exact same thing when these different things happen to them. So it's super, super important that those who are dealing with a loved one become educated on how to approach them, how to communicate with them, how to help them without overstepping bounds and still keep them as somewhat as independent as possible. So I've been out of there now a few minutes and I still feel shaky. anxious and yeah. shaky and my heart is beginning to get back to normal. I'm surprised how it made me feel. And it gave me empathy for someone who has dementia or someone who's caring for someone with dementia. Yeah, absolutely. Empathy is probably the best word to describe it um, because you now can empathize with what they're going through and what they're feeling. For someone who has never been through it, like yourself, it can be life-changing. Yeah, it is definitely eye-opening to understand. You know, we all think that dementia is just in the brain. 
in the brain shrinking and dying? No, it's not. It affects the whole entire body. Well, you guys have it figured out here at Azura, and I'm grateful that you let me go through this and grateful more than that that you know how to take care of people yeah. that have memory issues. We, we love what we do here. We are uh, into change the lives and the culture of all of our residents. So, Awesome. Marie, thank you for talking to me. You're welcome. Thank you. If you'd like more information, you can go to azuraliving.com. It was fascinating. And, John, the one thing that you didn't experience or mention, you were already scared and anxious experiencing that by yourself. Now experience that in front of your child, yeah. your spouse, and add that level of embarrassment. You're right. And the other thing, Sandy, that's a really good point. It made me think about, I was experiencing it. What if you are the spouse or you are the child and you're trying to help someone dealing with that and you feel helpless and there's not much you can really do except be supportive? Mm -hmm. And it kind of drove that point home as well.